0: Welcome, B-Movie fans, to another episode of B-Movie Interview. I'm Paul. And I'm Corey. And joining us today is writer and director Tremaine Hayhoe, and he's here to talk about his new film, Rideshare. Tremaine, welcome to our show.
1: Hey, guys. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. glad to have you on. Thanks for joining. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, you're welcome. Glad to be here.
2: So what is it that first inspired you to become a filmmaker?
1: Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Um, Well... Probably when I was a kid, I was like around. I was pretty young when like Lion King came out. I remember Lion King came out, and I was like crying. Remember the scene? Spoiler alert with uh, Mustafa, Simba's dad, dying or whatever. And I cried. And and afterwards, I'm like, well, why do I? Why am I crying over a cartoon? You know, this is like kind of silly. Um, so you know, the whole aspect of storytelling just kind of fascinated me. Um, So, you know, from there, like a lot of, you know, my parents had this box set of uh, Alfred Hitchcock movies. Um, Yeah, it was like all the classic, like in like a VHS stack, like 39 steps and all that stuff. And and I watched all those movies and I loved them. I was just I just loved them. I loved I was just fascinated by them And so yeah, I just I'm like hey, it'd be so cool to learn how to make movies and to make movies and uh, I haven't stopped since
0: uh, Could you tell us a bit about your film Rideshare? What's the general plot and idea behind the film?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so uh, ride share is about a killer rideshare driver so uh killer uber Lyft driver so to speak. Uh in the movie the app is called Hitch. So it's like Hitch a Ride. Um Hitchcock. It's like the little nod to Hitchcock or whatever.
0: That's like Hitch my hiker. That's like
1: my uh yeah, that's like my pretentious uh film answer. But uh um yeah anyway, so it's about one fateful night in LA uh loosely based on true events. So um yeah.
0: Sounds pretty awesome. I feel with all the like Uber and um, things like that, an event like that's just waiting to happen. So it's, it's definitely an awesome idea.
1: Oh, thanks, man. Well, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, it it, it has happened. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. There's been like you know numerous. Like, there's been a couple murders. There's been rape in Ubers. Uber drivers, passengers. You know, um, people have lost their jobs. I know that like the CEO of Taco Bell um lost his position because he like freaked out on somebody i don't know if you guys saw that but he like freaked out on uh on his uber driver so
0: videos of people freaking out on them and they almost always like get become viral
1: videos because um
0: (laughs) no one likes seeing the uber guy get get, like harassed so
1: (laughs) no no that's true yeah so you know it's interesting um where, you know, when people ask me and, and they say like, well, is, you know, what's, what's the genre? I'm, I just say horror, you know, it's more of a horror movie, but I guess it's more of a suspense thriller with, with some comedy, actually a lot of comedy thrown in there. So, um, you know, it's all based on real people that, that I've either met or come across or know. Um, and then for a, a short period of time, I actually did drive Uber for a bit. So I have that experience of what that's like, you know, uh, picking up a rider, and it's almost scarier as a driver, to be honest, because uh, you know, as a as a passenger, you get you get the picture of the person, you get their car, their license plate number, and everything, but as a driver, you, you don't get anything. You know, it, it, it could be like you could say uh, picking up, um, uh, you know, picking up Cindy. You know, it's like three a.m. And then, like, Cindy's a guy, you know, you're picking them up in, like, a dark alleyway. You know what I mean? It's, like, it it can get really... uh, I mean, it's just a horror movie waiting to happen. So, I'm like, you know, I've always wanted to make a a movie. I've written, you know, a couple, but this is, like, I'm like, you know what, this is is something I should just go for. So, um, yeah.
0: Definitely, yeah.
2: What do you think is the most unique aspect of Rideshare? Why someone would see ride share over anything else.
1: Uh, I think cause it's a character driven piece. It's more of like, it's more of about the people that are getting in the car and it's about the killer. And it's, it's the main guy is the bad guy. So the main guy is a killer. And so, you know, right off the bat, you're, you you do not want to side with this guy, but then there's different other characters that get on board and it's like, Oh, you know, maybe I could see where this guy's coming from. Um, so I kind of wanted it to stand out in that regard. And that was like the biggest challenge of making the hero, the villain, essentially, um, and vice versa. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's what, you know, and it's one fateful, fateful night in 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 L.A., so it's set in, you know, one. I always like, I kind of like to contain it, you know, to one. I'm like, well, if it's multiple nights, it doesn't really work as well, you know. I think it has to be one, like, you know, crazy night. So, So, yeah.
0: Makes sense. So, since you said this is kind of part thriller, part comedy, and part uh, horror, were there any difficulties balancing those those um, elements out, or did it all kind of come together pretty naturally?
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I write with the, uh, with a lot of the actors that I had that I casted uh, in mind, so I know that I kind of I knew which actors could deliver the serious lines, which actors could be more comedic and so yeah so i'm hoping to get the, the tone like i really like the tone of making people feel uncomfortable or where it could be maybe something that's normal happening and it's like hey would you like some water and i don't know so like little like details that, like make you just feel a little bit off like a little bit unsettling um but it's kind of funny though too because you can't really help but laugh at some points you just feel it's so awkward yeah, i think that's really what separates the really good like, the good movies from, like, the really good movies are the ones that um, have that element of, of humor in it, you know? Because, I, I, I mean, my personal belief is that any, like, the darkest moments, like, even, like, there's funny parts. Like even, like, at a funeral, there's, like, stuff you're going to laugh at, you know what I mean? So, I think um, the stuff that I don't like is, or stuff that takes itself so seriously, and, and it's just, like, give me, I'm just, like, give me a break with this. Um, but... I think taking that element of making it serious or about a serious subject matter, adding in a a bit of uh, humor to it, um, and then some twists and turns and thrills uh, along the way make a great movie. So one of my favorite movies of all time is the movie Minority Report. Um, Have you guys seen that one?
0: Yeah, it's been a long time. I saw that one not too long ago. Um, I read the short story too.
1: Nice, nice. Yeah, I really like that because it takes you through that. That journey, and it's also about an anti-hero. That's what I really like. You know, I kind of like that anti-hero story where, you know, it's freaking Tom Cruise. You think he's, like, you know, and he's a cop. You think he's, like, this perfect kind of character. It turns out he's, you know, he's got this these drug, like, a drug problem. And, you know, he's had this really sad, messed up past. And you learn a little bit more along the way. Um, so, I think... Cereal boxes yes <laughs> it's the worst, yes
0: like the main thing i remember like um i remember most of minority poor but that just the talking cereal box is like always distracted me i'm like what's the, oh, the logic behind a talking cereal
1: box yeah i forgot about that actually that was uh i think that's just like to show that's in the future so it's like right. futuristic you know like an advertisement like how the ads talk to him like and when he changed his eyes like hello mr yokimoto you know um but, yeah, I love that movie. I mean, I love The Shining. The Shining is a classic horror okay. movie. I actually, actually recently saw that movie. Um, there's a theater uh, in L.A. that show, uh, shows all these, like, classic films. And then afterwards, they have, like, a QA and a with someone either from the movie or someone that made the movie. And uh, from there, they had the bartender. Remember Lloyd?
2: Like, yeah. Oh, now? yeah.
1: Lloyd? Yeah. <laughs> so Lloyd the bartender, he's, like, ninety five three years old now and uh he was there afterwards for like a QA session so that was that was like really cool that's awesome uh, yeah it was really in- incredible <laughs> so you know but uh, yeah i mean i love alfred hitchcock films so like rear window uh psycho uh north by northwest i just saw um uh to catch a thief that's a great one um, I like a lot of classic films, and I and I like a lot of new films. So, what are some what are some movies that you guys like?
2: Well, my my favorites kind of rotate between um it, it's like a top three of John Carpenter's The Thing, the original Evil Dead, and uh, Reanimator, and then if you go to like the top five, um, Dawn of the Dead, the original is in there, and um I, I'm I'm drawing a blank on what number five is right now probably chopping mall like that's my like, like oh, my, wow. my okay. go-to wow. guilty
0: pleasure I haven't seen I haven't seen that one but I, I think I have to see it now that was a fun one that one um we reviewed that one like a couple years ago or like last year or something like that that was a lot of fun but um as far as my favorite movies I'd have to go with um I really love the film uh, Casablanca it's one of my favorite films um, I also like a reanimator and I really like dead alive I think it's one of the funniest films I've ever seen so I
1: that, that was Peter Jackson's first movie, right? Um, like that, that was yeah. his, his third. Yeah. yeah,
0: one of his. His third. His, uh, oh, three Hobbit movies.
1: Okay. Okay. What was his first one? What was his uh, very his first, first
2: was called Bad Taste. It was about aliens who come to the Earth to harvest people to use as meat in an intergalactic fast food chain. I love
1: it. Oh my gosh, I love that. You see, and that's the thing. I think a lot of. Um, you know especially like the intro this is my first feature so i think horror as an as a first feature is like a really good And i mean i love horror movies as well but uh um it's a great barrier of entry you know for for you know first-time filmmakers at least i i think you know there's a little bit more leeway i think in in some horror movies for for some filmmakers where you look at like you know peter jackson um you know, or Steven Spielberg, or whatever. I'm not comparing myself to uh, any of those, but uh, I think it's. I think it's. Um, yeah, I think why not? You know, first, I'm not. I'm not going to try to be like, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to try and get a freaking Oscar right out of the gate. I, you know, <laughs> not quite yet. The so. next <laughs> yeah, next film. Yeah, wait till second film. Then just you know, make Moonlight part two. You know, something like that. No sunlight.
2: We've been talking about uh, great movies. What kind of movies do you uh, have as a guilty pleasure? Movies that you know are bad or that people always bash but you just love?
1: Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, I love, I love movies that a lot of people trash or a lot of people's, you know, there's that spectrum of where some movies are just just plain bad. But then, you know, some movies are really good. Some movies are just okay. Then movies are bad. And then some movies are so bad, they're actually good again um i'm trying to think of my one of my favorite ones um i, I love the movie freddy got fingered have you guys seen that
2: uh, again it's been a long time
1: that's
0: one i've somehow avoided even though like i remember when it came out like everyone i knew was talking about it but i somehow managed
1: to avoid it i don't know how that's
2: <laughs> it got tom green his father's ripped, torn like
1: Man. Yeah, it's dude, It's worth a watch. It's worth a watch. And that was like, you know, completely panned by critics. It won like pretty much all the Golden Raspberry Awards, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm also trying to think, I'm trying to think of some other ones. This one's actually a good movie, but one of my favorite movies is Bowfinger. Have you guys seen Bowfinger? That's one of the Eddie Murphy ones, right? Yeah, Eddie Murphy, Steve Martin. Steve Martin plays like this eccentric a film director, and he tells his cast that like the biggest star in Hollywood, played by Eddie Murphy, is going to star in the movie, but he's not, you know. So they have to like finagle all. He finagles all these ways and tells that the crew that like, oh yeah, he just doesn't. He's got a certain certain amount of rules that he goes by. They're like, what are the rules? Like, well, you can't look at him, you know. You can't address him, uh, and he only does one take. Like, those are the rules. <laughs> it's like. So it, it's it's pretty funny. You guys, you guys got to check that out. Um, like it, yeah, it's it's amazing. It's really amazing, and it's directed by Frank Oz. It's the same, uh, uh, voice you know, voice of Yoda. Um, you know, he's directed a lot of cool stuff. But yeah, anyway.
0: What advice would you give to somebody who wants to create their own independent film?
1: Yeah, you know, uh, for me, it, it took me. A while to actually do it because you know when I just graduated high school I'm like I don't want to go to college I'm just gonna make my movie you know Um, but I'm actually so glad that I didn't I actually ended up going to college and then I spent like the last you know I graduated college and then I worked on a bunch of YouTube videos and then a bunch of other films like for about eight years in hundreds of short videos or YouTube videos or produce videos and I I would just say just consist just do it you know just consistently do it Um, don't let like money stop you don't let uh, lack of equipment stop you don't let that be an excuse you know I think especially now like dude when I was in high school like the first one of the first movies I made uh, summer after senior year of high school you know we had a mini DV camera like this shitty boom mic that like did not it It was like the boom mic was like it was like a $200 boom mic but it was like too nice for the camera so but we were plugging it in we had to get an adapter but it didn't really work at all we didn't know what the hell we were doing ended up making like a 35 minute long uh short about two guys that are too lazy to uh get jobs so they decide to dress up as mormons and ask for donations <laughs> there you go so anyway so that was like the first thing but like and we did it but that was like the highlight i love that experience of just doing it and having fun and then at the beauty like the main beauty about films like the best part is that you actually have something to take away from it you know you have at the end you have this thing that you made and you could show people say so like this is what i made you know and years later you're gonna look at it and be like wow this is what i made God, it's it sucked so bad, but but there were some times, but there's a certain charm about it, you know. Because I noticed, like the when I was premiering the first like short film, I had do- I had done dozens of short like little mini ones leading up to that point, you know. So I, we actually had problems with the DVD player, the DVD burner. We couldn't like get the DVD thing going, and we had fifty people, or my friends and family members that are there, you know, here at this premiere. Um like waiting so I'm like oh what do we do so we ended up showing um you know all my old like short videos and it was good because it kind of warmed them up because everything got like a little bit better at least like a little bit better from each time and by the time you showed it it was like oh wow they really liked it so long answer to make it a really long answer is shorter just do it don't let anything stop you and especially now dude you can make a movie on your cell phone I don't care what anyone says you can make a movie on your cell phone you know everyone has one just make one, make mistakes. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. And that's when you're gonna learn. You're like, oh wow, audio sounds like crap. Why does it sound like crap? Maybe I need this, maybe I could do this. Things are cheap now too. Like dude, you can get a smart, you know. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think uh, I have a lot of hope for the future of you know, filmmakers because excuses are going out the window with, with what we have now you know when you can shoot and edit a, a movie in your pocket i mean i think uh uh we're gonna see something some really cool really interesting stuff so and also for not that much like that like the budgets aren't you know don't have to be big anymore so um i think uh, yeah just do it Just do it make it happen
0: definitely yeah it's amazing how my cell phone has a better quality camera than the one i bought like to make films back when i was in college it's um really kind of bizarre but i it's kind of
1: cool dude i know yeah it's so crazy yeah people are like oh well you know oh it's why do this i remember in college like kids there was this one guy he was like in his 40s this italian guy and uh I went to film school. I actually, got rejected by the film program, so I ended up finishing up with a critical studies major. Even though I had over thirty short films under my belt, I worked at a TV studio on, you know, the KPBS, which is like PBS TV sta- station. Anyway, anyway, whatever. That's another story. Uh, but we were in this class, and and this Italian guy, he's like, "It's all about a film. We got to make a film." And and I'm like, "Dude." There's people that are spending ten grand, like the cost of a car, on their shitty piece of garbage short film, and you know, oh, it's a short film, it's on film, we're gonna get it developed. Like, dude, like no, like with ten grand now, I would just say buy all the equipment, make a hundred short films, and uh, you know, see see where that gets ya, you. Yeah, know? I
2: remember <laughs> when when my brother was in, uh, he went to Pittsburgh Filmmakers for a short time, and. You know, to make, I think it was a three or a five minute short. He ended up spending six or seven hundred dollars because you know, f- between film lab time, editing, development, like film is just an extremely expensive medium. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and that's
1: on the low end, man. Like a couple hundred bucks, like that's on the low end for for the, some of these short films, or you know, these student films. Like, you, and then you look at them, it's like, what do you have to show for it? And it's like. This horrible film about a guy that like lost his girlfriend and he's sitting in the corner and it's like, "Oh my God, like who wants to see this? who wants to see these movies
0: you'll see so. things on YouTube that are like better for like a couple bucks it's um it's amazing how things have changed with that like the whole um film versus um like digital um editing and stuff like that,
1: oh yeah, absolutely, I mean, I think you know obviously by this point it's like it's there's no there's no contest by now. I, I mean, if there's anyone that's trying to tell you, oh, film's the way to go, just just slap them in the face, you know. But like, no, no, no not really. But like, figuratively, I don't, don't the know. The next whatever. time you m- meet, meet Quentin, Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino, yeah, apparently. yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, dude. Okay, yeah, that that's my that's my beef. I'm gonna start a beef with Quentin Tarantino <laughs> here. Uh, We're no, challenging not really,
0: Quentin Tarantino to a fight. If he's listening. I to challenge
1: you, Quentin. <laughs> I, I think, you know, I think the thing is, though, I think it's a lot of these old school Hollywood filmmakers. They're a bit scared. They're scared of the new technology. They're scared of where it could go. I get where he's saying where he says, oh, he's like, oh, man, it's about projecting. It's projecting a DVD on a screen, man. And it's like, dude, like, yeah, OK, I get that. But like, dude, you, you can digitally project stuff and it looks beautiful, like in 4K, you know, 5K, something that was shot on a red epic. you know something that was shot digitally you can still make it look freaking amazing you know and i and i think um opposite end of the spectrum there was is robert rodriguez even on the same plane where he's all about digital he's like dude you know i was actually super inspired by robert rodriguez i read his book like uh seven thousand it was like how to make a movie for seven thousand dollars or something like that or uh, like five or 15 minute film school or whatever he um he says, like, dude, as soon as you can make a film in the speed of thought, like, that's where you want to be in terms of filmmaking. And, and now it's it's that it's like, dude, you have an idea. Oh, I have an idea. Let's go shoot it. You don't have to wait for, you know, anything. I mean, with film, it's like, or projecting, and it's like 35 millimeter. Dude, you can't, you know, yeah, don't even get me started. I mean, you don't even know what, <laughs> you don't even know what the hell you're looking at. Until you have to develop it the next day, yeah, you, you have monitors, but the monitors aren't calibrated right for where. Uh, anyway, I'm just gonna stop. I, I think, I think, yeah, th- there's a certain thing about 35 millimeter film. You know, yes, there's a certain thing about, you know, uh, what is it, 55 or like blown up like the biggest uh, film, dude. It's expensive, man. That's like if you have millions of dollars and you want to like just piss him you know, down the toilet. Like, dude, honestly, when there's starving people in the world where you can make... I can make 10 movies for the price of half of his films. To me, when when you could do that, there's no excuse today for, for shooting on film. I'm sorry. Even if you have those millions, I'm just like, dude, this is just, just a waste. I just see yeah, it as a waste.
0: Yeah, I think at some point it's just showing off. It's like kind of um, being kind of elitist. It's like, oh, I would never touch like that kind of filming. It's like, well, you
1: know i will so yeah right dude it was the same thing man in, in college in and in around the film program people are like because because i uploaded some videos to youtube and they're like oh you, you go on youtube you upload to youtube like sorry bro i'm on vimeo okay on vimeo all right watch my film it's on vimeo oh by the way the password is three underscore nine you know like dude sh- okay People actually upload, people that are gonna submit a short film, upload something to Vimeo, right? And I'm sure anyone that's listening and they're a filmmaker, I'm sorry guys. F- fuck you guys if you guys are doing that. <laughs> sorry, like, cause it's just like, dude, it's so stupid. One guy, I remember one guy showed me his short film, right? He's like, oh, he's going to Vimeo, it's on Vimeo. I'm like, okay, I'll check it out. Go to Vimeo and he's like, oh, this is the password. The password is short film or whatever. I'm like okay, put in the password, and then like I'm watching this film. It's about a guy. He's flash. He's at this town, and he's like thinking about his dad who died twenty years ago. And then, and then across the whole screen, it's like by, you know, I uh, forget his name. You know, let's say let's say Johnny Films, like Johnny Films, in a freaking huge. Like, like you know, watermark, right? You think that someone's going to not only not only hack into your Vimeo account to watch your film, you think someone's going to download it, and then you think someone's going to pass that off as their own work? You're a fucking idiot, dude. You're a moron. Like, sorry. Just show this. I'm a little bit heated when it comes to this, so you guys can't tell. But do not show your short film. It, okay. If you if you have a watermark on your short film, just just stop, just quit, like right now. Just don't, just don't. <laughs> like I, I at least in my belief, like the point, whole purpose of making a movie is for people to show it. Just throw it up on YouTube, you know. Especially if it's your first couple of things, you don't deserve, No one deserves to have to write in a stupid password to watch your shitty short film. Okay, sorry. Like <laughs> like chances are. You know, I mean, I get it like certain some for certain film festivals, they have to they can't show it. it can't be public and stuff. I understand that. But if it's already done and you're, you're already past the film festival circuit, which don't get me started on that, by the way. But anyway, um, uh, you know, it's uh, yeah. Anyway,
2: so, so we, we, we've heard a couple things that you're passionate about. There's a there's a passionate and and heated argument that arises between Paul and I pretty often, and uh, we like to get everybody's opinion on it. So we just want to know what is your opinion on hairless cats?
1: Hairless cats? Oh my gosh! I'm so heated about this. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. They're cool. Uh, I don't know. They're cool. (laughs) (laughs) See,
2: I I love Uh, them. I think they're they're adorable. They're cuddly. I mean, they're just like other cats except they look more awesome. Because they look like a like a live gremlin that you could just you know hold and and stroke, and it more than likely won't kill you in your sleep,
0: yeah, right, I see uh hairless cats, and I think that it's a sign that we as humans have experimented too much, and we need to go back before we do something terrible because I don't trust <laughs> them they're like you look like if like have you ever seen a hairless cat that doesn't look like it's gonna try to maul you to death i i I don't think so it's there's something about them i I don't trust them and I think that they're mad that we genetically altered them to not have care, and they're not happy with us. We're, we're going to see. Like is, they're gonna... is that what they are? Are they really no, genetically? they uh, well, they're, okay. they're bred to um, not have um, hair because um, they thought it was a um, non-allergenic thing. But as um, one person we had on the show um, a while back was a—, um, was a um, pediatrician, and she explained to me that um, apparently they still have the allergens in them, so the reason oh, for, like, okay. getting rid of the hair was completely bullshit, because they didn't understand how that worked. Yeah, because the wow. allergen is the oils,
2: it's not the yeah. hair. But, uh, Wow. But, yeah, I, I chalked this up as a point for me, because he started out with, I think they're pretty cool, so, uh...
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think they're cool-looking. Like, look, if I'm in a dark alleyway, and I see a hairless cat, like, you know, I'm not going to go and like pet it or whatever. You know what I mean? I, would, I don't know. It is kind of weird thinking about like touching the skin of a something that is supposed to be like furry. There is something to that. But I think they look pretty cool. And I think for if you have one, definitely put it in your movie or, you know, if you're a short filmmaker or or, or filmmaker or whatever. Um, yeah, put it in your movie. I mean, it's cool. Those things are cool looking, you know. I don't really want to cuddle up with, with one, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe I just haven't uh, met the right hairless one cat. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny you guys have that debate. It's pretty, pretty yeah, we serious. We
0: started about that one day. We're like, we're I don't just going to ask remember everybody how... that. Yeah, I, I don't remember the origin of the hairless cat, but it, um, yeah, we've been asking that for t- literally everyone we interview, and it's, um. Uh, we get some interesting answers, I'll say that
1: much. Yeah, I can't say that I've ever been asked that before, you know, so kudos, kudos to you, to you guys. Thank you. Uh, but t- t- tell me about you guys, though, so how, so Corey and Paul, like, how did you guys, how did you guys meet, and how did you guys start all this?
2: Uh, we, we met in college, and um, through a mutual friend, and the first time we hung out, we watched the movie Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horrors, because... You know, I was always into, like, bad movies or obscure movies or, you know, shitty movies. And um, so I like to share that with people. When, you know, we, we remained friends through college and after college. And um, we ended up living about 15 minutes from each other. And uh, we were like, hey, what's an excuse for us to, like, get together and just watch movies? So we started, like, a little like a uh, Facebook page where we did uh, written reviews then one of our buddies was like hey you know i'm i'm starting a podcast i bet you guys could do that too so he let us use his equipment and uh you know then we started doing the um the movie reviews uh we took a break last summer uh because paul was getting married and uh we started Congrats. back up and uh got to you know the interviews and the chats and the hypothetical movies and and everything else and um i mean it's kind of snowballed since since we we came back to it and uh, for the best, I mean it's it's going really good.
1: Uh, so. Wow, that's that's so cool. What what college? What college did you guys meet at?
2: Uh, California University of Pennsylvania. What? California University of Pennsylvania.
1: It's in. Are the, you joke? It's in town of California. If it's in a, a town are you of joking
0: California me? In are you in joking? In are you
1: joking Is this a joke? Nope, I feel it, like it, it's <laughs> a this is a real, real thing. Yeah. CalU.edu. You guys met at cup. Do people call it cup? No, Calu.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, Calu, but.
2: Uh, oh, Calu. Okay, I call it cup. cup. But
0: then it, they they realized how weird that was, and so they came. To Cal Cal it, was, it was originally Pennsylvania's Cal- <laughs> teacher the, the teaching college, but. Uh, yeah, when we were in college, um, I started a fil- I was hoping to be a filmmaking club because um, we um, we made a few really short, really terrible um films about like our one friend had a grim reaper costume we're like well we have no money and we have a crappy little camera but we want to make something so we made like these terrible little like uh shorts about this uh grim reaper he had his own like business uh killing people and it was um and then he got fired from his yeah and business. then he got fired and like <laughs> those, like, adventures <laughs> like trying to find a new scythe and things but um i started a club to try to get like people involved And oh man it was just. Um, didn't go as we planned. Like, people would be like, oh, we'd love to be involved in this, and they'd drop out, and it's like... Yeah, people were uh, like, we, we'd love to be involved, but what kind of equipment do you have?
2: Well, we're in the stage where we're trying to get funding, so we need people to be part of the club so that we'll get recognized and get funding. Well, if you don't have funding, then I don't want to be part of your club, but, but you need to join so we have <sighs> enough members for them to give us money,
1: like... Oh my god. Like yeah, a
0: $20 dude. camera. And I'm like, oh, all right, I've got something. It's like, yeah.
1: And then, then we're like,
0: well, what kind of films are we making?
2: Yeah, oh my god. Like, dude, it's like, whatever. See, kind see, of those stuff. types of people, you're
1: like, hey, uh, thank you so much for showing your interest. There's the door. Get out of here.
2: And it's like, <laughs> you know, like, like those
1: types of people, like, you don't, like, if they're asking questions, just just stop. Just, just stop. But like, just you we
2: like, Yeah, we just, we want to collaborate. Like, if you have ideas, let us help you make it. And then, if we have something that we would like to make, you know, we would ask for your cooperation. Well, what what do you want to make? Well, we want to make you know whatever comes to mind. Like like we don't care what you want to make. If you want to make a fucking a schlock film, we'll do that. Yeah. If if you want to make the next Citizen Kane, we will help you to the best of our ability. Pretty much. But you know, if we want to make a, a terrible slasher or. You know, death gets married or something. You know, we ask you help us with that too.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay, so then did you guys? So did you guys get members or no? I think we ended
0: no. up. Um, I think we had like two members who um showed up once in a while, and then like they we had like a couple people who would talk about like all these films they made, and we're like, okay, cool, like well do you have any ideas and stuff you'd like to make you hear some of our ideas and they're like well we'll come up with something or you know i or they'll say like we've got this great idea for a film and then we'd never hear from them again i'm like well that was fun
2: <laughs> and it's like you know and i think we were like what one or two members short from actually getting like recognized and funded.
1: oh my gosh yeah it wow. was
2: it was fucking bullshit man yeah, yeah.
0: i mean um if anything i learned that like you when it comes to film, sometimes you just got to, like, get a group of people, you know, and just kind of do it. Because if you're waiting around for too many people, it's not going to happen.
1: Yeah, right. And I uh, know. See, well, see, that's the thing is, like, what was crazy is that I didn't make a film. Like, look, like, I've, I just turned 30. So, and right before I was turning 30, I'm like, wow, I'm almost about, I'm about to turn 30. I think it'd be cool to make a, you know, I should finally make a movie, a feature, you know. And I hadn't, you know, I hadn't yet. I made like tons of music videos, shorts, you know, all that stuff. I've always wanted to make a movie, but why didn't I make a movie? And then I was like, I'm going to make a movie. I'm just going to do it. You know, I don't know what it's about, whatever. And it wasn't until I made that decision that I'm going to make a movie that all of a sudden everything like started to fall in place. So it was like. Once I started, once I started with that decision, I know I'm going to do it. I'm going to start building, building momentum. I had this like harebrained idea, like, oh, it'd be cool to have like a you know killer Uber driver or whatever. And uh, you know, I'm like, well, you know what? I want to do it right. I want to actually raise some money. You know, I want to be able to pay people and, and everything. So you know, like, ah oh, man, but I hadn't gone about that whole thing of raising money and asking people for money, and like, I didn't want to do the whole crowdfunding thing because like, that's yeah, that's pretty tough. I'd rather get, like, a lot of money from a little amount of people than a little amount of money from a lot of people. So, anyway, three days, later, three days after I made that decision with that hair brand idea, I was at a bachelor party with, uh, <laughs> with my, one of my friend's bachelor parties um, at this cabin or whatever. And one of his friends, like, a mutual friend of mine, goes to me because he knows that I'm, like, always, you know, making projects or making some, something. And he goes to me. He's like, hey. it's like, hey, Jermaine, uh, do you have any projects? that that need investors and i'm like uh why and he's like because i'm looking to invest and i'm like oh uh yes i do actually i do have a project (laughs) (laughs) in mind like just the one and so uh um and so i'm like hey let me put together the pitch and everything he's like hey so i put together something you know let's reconvene in three days when we're not at a bachelor party with him and, uh, and so, yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, I was just so inspired and I put together the pitch for the movie and it, and it helped me, that helped me like really just buckle down and actually make the thing. And I would never actually done it until I made that decision and then he, you know, whatever. So everything led, led to everything else. Next thing I know, it's this unstoppable snowball, like you were saying, like going down the mountain and we're on like day, you know, 13 of 16 of, of production. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, this is, this is unstoppable. Like, I'm making it. I'm doing it. It's happening. It's, you know. So, um, yeah. So, anyway. It's crazy how, like, when you make that decision, then you take action. Action is, like, the biggest part, though. A lot of people don't take action. they just like, I oh, I've always had an idea for a movie, you know. And, like, I was telling my cousin about it. And, and my cousin's like, oh, yeah, you told me. You were making a movie a couple years ago, or whatever, and I'm like, "Well, that was just an idea of a movie. I'm not. I'm actually making a movie now. I promise." You know, there's a difference. Um, yeah, there's a difference. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah.
2: Where is it that we can follow you to learn about rideshare and any future projects that you'll be working on?
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. So my company is called Heyho Studios. So Facebook.com/slash Heyho Studios. H A Y H O E. Um, I also have a YouTube channel, Hey Ho Studios, H-A-Y-H-O-E Studios. Um, and then the movie page is facebook.com slash rideshare movie. So if you look up rideshare movie, it's pretty much all, you know, all that, all one word. Except on Twitter, tw- it's on Twitter, it's rideshare underscore movie. Um, so yeah, that's where I met you guys. Uh, Twitter, of all things, which is which is crazy. So Twitter, yeah, so if you guys tweet, Tweet at Rideshare Movie, you might get a tweet back. Sounds um, cool. yeah, so rideshare underscore movie. And there you have so. it,
2: B movie fans. Rideshare. A film by Tremaine Heyho. Tremaine, thank you for joining us today. It's been a lot of fun having you on the show.
1: Hey, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. You guys are awesome. Thanks. Corey and Paul, you guys are great. All about the B movie bros. Am I right?
0: Oh yeah, exactly. Thank you. And we're glad. We're, exactly. It was awesome hearing about your film. It's uh, we're looking forward to checking it out once it comes out. Do you have a um, time frame that um, you think it'll be done? Or
1: so I'm shooting for summer. Okay. So be done by summer. All so. right. so
0: come this summer, friends. Yeah, check out
2: rideshare. Some.